Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. This episode of the Power Ranking Show is brought to you by Bet Online. Bet Online is your number one source for all of your basketball info, stats, news, and scores. Get the latest odds and lines and the latest matchup reports for this year's NBA playoffs. Bet Online is your sports intel headquarters this season as they have you covered from all of your sports wagering needs, including basketball, MLB, NHL, uh, we've got golf, UFC, and boxing. It is the fastest and the easiest way to get your betting info including live betting options to your favorite casino and card games available to play right from your home. Get in on the action today. So head to the website or use your mobile device to join and be sure to use our promo code believe to receive your 50% bonus on your first deposit bet online where the game starts. What's up everybody. It's the power rankings podcast, AKA the power ranking show. I'm your host, Elliot Harrison, and I'm pleased to be joined uh, as always by at Marcus underscore Mosher. Hello, sir. I love it when you do the read because that gives me time to futz with my microphone and stress a little bit less about it coming unplugged. That's fine. We have I'm a fired short up, here, over here. I'm fired I, up. I am fired up by what you shared with me. So let's get to it here. We were going to do something different. We were going to do a short. We're not doing a short. We're doing a podcast about an announcement that was made today. Regarding the NFL playoffs. So, Marcus, please go ahead. You have the floor. Yeah, I mean, this is better than the announcement about the announcement about the schedule. Uh, but the <laughs> NFL has announced on Monday that Peacock will host a playoff game uh, on their app, exclusively on their app. So, uh, what that means is now, if you are an NFL fan, you're going to need to be subscribed to YouTube TV to get Sunday ticket in Red Zone. You're also going to have to be an Amazon Prime member to get to Thursday night games. And now, oh, by the way, if you want to watch a very critical playoff game, we're not even sure if it's going to be a wild card game or a divisional game. You're going to have to also be a Peacock su- subscriber. And I couldn't hate this anymore. It's stupid. It's so stupid on so many different levels. Like when, when does it stop? Um, I mean, first of all, there's a big difference to me between Amazon prime, which I didn't like that as as is and peacock because amazon is at least something that a lot of people have and a lot of people in rural areas which we talk about that a lot is like don't forget the people in the rural areas but i think a lot of people in the uh you know that part of the country where wi-fi is not always super accessible they do have at least amazon accounts peacock it's like now you're having to sign up for something uh that you didn't have uh, now you definitely need high speed. It's one thing to miss a Thursday night game, Marcus. It's another thing to miss a playoff game Playoff game because you can't get high speed in your rural area. And yo, yo, there's like millions of America Americans that live in rural areas. Over 20% I, of Americans live in a place where high speed internet is not available to them yet. Yeah. So, but Hey, we get to make more money and we all get to share it. It's so rad. So what they pay, you told me 113, 113 million. million for one game. Okay. So 113 divided by 32 is uh quick math here, like three little over 3.5 million per team. So 
you know, I understand it's lucrative. I understand it gives them an extra opportunity. And look, when they expanded the playoffs, they opened the doors to this because it's like, hey, yeah, the networks won't get it because we've got extra playoff games to play with. So maybe we put one on Monday night and then we give another one to streaming and we make money. Great. And I don't see this stopping. It pisses me off. And moreover, and when I use moreover, you know I'm serious. I don't think we're going to – there's no going back on this. Do you know what I'm saying? Like I don't can't think it's going to be backtracked. In, in the toothpaste, yeah. right? You can't do it. Yeah. Um, here's what I think it's going to lead to, Elliot. And I don't know how far away we are, but it's coming. The NFL is going to go to what UFC is where yes. you have certain games that are free for everybody to watch, right? But your premier games – are going to be pay-per-view, right? And maybe you have to pay $79 to watch a single primetime game, or you have to go, you know, subscribe to all these different platforms to watch a game. It's coming, right? The days of you just being able to say, hey, I'm a direct TV member and I'm going to get every single game. Those days are over. Oh man. I just can't wait to watch Giants in Minnesota, man, I'm going to go pay 80 bucks at a bar. Nobody would. I would. I mean, that's totally a you game. So I get it. <laughs> All right. Just you just calm down over there. Well, that's you well, bring up the bar point. I, I was actually thinking about this. Does this mean that like your local bar is going to have to pay for Peacock on like 10 different TVs? It's so dumb. It's just another way to make more money. And I understand it's a business, okay? That part I'm not arguing. But you're starting to see decisions that are both hurting the quality of the game and also there is a point where you need to turn down business opportunities. I don't care what business you're you're in. There's a point, um, some people call it the 80-20 principle, although I've heard that used so many different ways. But basically like 80% of your core business that is – virtual, you know, kind of automatic, um, is better than the 20% that's high stress, high risk that yes, you might make more money, but it's not worth it. I'm probably butchering that. My apologies, but there's a couple of different tentacles to this. One of the tentacles to me on this is you are literally freezing out a, I would say rural America watches a lot of football. And if you're Mm -hmm. freezing them out from being able to watch a game, you're giving them the opportunity to go do something else. And why is that bad? Somebody might say, so what? So maybe they go watch, you know, uh, uh, failure to launch instead of watching the playoff game. What you want or what you don't want is someone to get used to the idea that's a diehard fan. Eh, I don't really need to watch all the playoff games anymore. I didn't miss it that much. Or as Bill Parcells used to say to Curtis Martin, you got to be a little bit leery coming out of that huddle when you, mm-hmm. you know, stubbed your toe or whatever, because somebody else is running into that huddle. People will find other things to do. And once they realize, you know what, it's not that big a deal if I miss half a wild card weekend, you don't get those viewers back necessarily, unless they're really interested in the matchup, which we know wild card matchups are not always good. No, and I can almost guarantee you that peacock game is going to be the afc south team against yeah. like the six c wildcard team so you're gonna yeah, you're right. gonna get jacksonville against baltimore how excited is you know somebody that's living on the west coast to watch those two teams probably not right um yeah i think you're 100 percent right you got to make it where nfl fans 
feel like we absolutely cannot miss this playoff game no matter what. And now with so many different streaming services, you're going to see fans pick and choose, right? And yes, it's not good. This is one of the few times that I think the NFL has really made a mistake when it comes to programming. I think this is, I I already, I already didn't like them going to Amazon last year, but you mentioned the pop. I think, most people in America already had an Amazon Prime subscription, right? That was easy. They already had it. Now you're forcing people to go have another subscription that they didn't already have, or at least most people already have. Yeah. yeah. It's an issue. I tell you what, there's a couple of different ways to go on this. Uh, this is a big story to me. Um, look, I could really, I could really branch this out, but this could be one of the first little pebbles into the, decline of the NFL in my mind. And I'm not overreacting to this. I'm going to give you an idea. So last year ratings for the NFL were down 2% after the regular season. Now, a lot of that was because the Thursday night rating with Amazon, but why do you think that is? Number one, a lot of people didn't have access to Amazon, which is something that you talked about a lot. You talked about it when the announcement was made a year ago. Okay. The other thing is, quite frankly, the broadcast left a lot to be desired. They had a lot of people up at that desk. There was a lot of criticism the first few weeks, if not a lot of enthusiasm um, coming from that desk. I'm not naming names, but it, you know what I'm talking about. It was all over. Oh, Michaels. Well, that, that that's the broadcast booth. I'm talking about pregame, oh. halftime. Even. I was talking about um, Al Michaels, who I mean, pretty clearly yes. mailed it in for a paycheck, right? Yeah, it, it didn't. It wasn't very good there. And Kirk Herbstreit is not really the loud rah rah guy, which personally I like. At least not with pro football, he's not. But when your play by play guy doesn't seem thrilled to be there, now you have two. In other words, you kind of need a balance, right? You need a Pat Summerall to go with the over the top John Madden, or you know yeah. Gus John Gus Johnson's color analyst has to be a little different than him. Um, I don't think it really worked last year. The ratings showed that it didn't really work great, but Amazon is committed and maybe it'll get better. But either way, ratings were down 2%. We, we should also side, mention yeah, go ahead. the quality of the Thursday night games sucked, right? Like that one of the first games that we had a year was uh, Broncos Colts. Mm-hmm. One oh, of the most oh. unwatchable regular oh. season games we have ever seen. That went to overtime. And that game went to overtime. And I think, honestly, that kind of set the tone for Thursday night football. Like, hey, it's football, kind of, right? It's it's here. Uh, This is what you're going to get all year. And people, I think by October, November, like, you know what, we're good. If there's a good matchup on, if Mahomes is Mm -hmm. playing, or Mm -hmm. it's Justin Herbert, or Josh Allen, I'll watch. But if it's just two bad teams, I'm not tuning in, logging on to a different app, you know, just, just because it's football. I'm not doing it. You know, you keep making decisions for money and are doing things just for monies and money and sponsorship. You know, I just think it's an erosion of your character. Now, I personally like mocha cold brew. And so when I need to have energy for our podcast, this is what I drink just as go. an aside. Um, anyway, sorry, my Adidas shirt got That's caught fine. here. Sometimes when I'm recording on my Yeti blue microphone. We would never sell uh, out that, like that. I get it. Yeah. Yeah. So there's another side of this, bro. There's, there's a couple other sides of this that I think are really important. Let's say Amazon does just as bad or worse this year. 
Okay. And NFL ratings are down a little bit more. And let's say that Peacock gets your Jags at Ravens game that you're predicting. And people don't really want to do that either. What happens when you go to the negotiating table for your third streaming partner? Are they going to want to pay you $113 million for that one game? No, maybe they only want to pay you $80 million to $90 million. So now it's less. Okay, and you say, well, what's the big deal? It's one game. Who cares? You know, blah, 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 blah. What happens when the networks see that? The networks are like, you know, the NFL always plays hardball with us. Let's collude. You know, why do we need to pay? I, I'm just saying. Unfortunately, you, unfortunately, mm-hmm. I don't see that happening because if you are a streaming platform or an entertainment platform, mm-hmm. you almost have to have live sports. If you don't have live sports, I don't know how you can exist anymore. Right. Like that was the big thing with Hulu and why everybody wanted Hulu is, hey, they have live sports. Remember, we saw the commercial a million times mm-hmm. during last football season. Right now. Amazon has live sports and I've got a feeling now that direct TV is losing the Sunday ticket package. I mean, their, their stock is going to plummet. So as long as these, you know, platforms can get their hands on football games, live football games, they're going to will, they're going to be willing to pay up even if they know they're going to lose money because it's still going to get people to subscribe to their, you know, to their subscription service as weird as that sounds. The problem is, look, it, I love using this analogy. If you're a good hairdresser in a residential neighborhood, uh, granted, you're not going to get a lot of walk-ins, but if you're really good, you're going to retain who you have and you're going to get referrals and you're going to steadily grow. Okay. If you're a bad hairdresser in a outdoor shopping mall, you're going to get tons of walk-ins, tons of people that are just like, you know what? I want to get a haircut before I go out tonight. But if you stink, those people aren't coming back. But do you think Peacock cares, right? Sure. All all Peacock is going to care about is, hey, did we have this huge influx of subscribers? And yeah, yeah, we lost 25% of them. But there's going to be 25% that just forget that they're subscribed to us. And they're going to be paying for us all year long. And boom, we've got them, right? Right. But if if you're a a bar or club and you cut a deal with a local company to have their party there – and the, the sell from the party is, hey, you're going to make a lot of money in alcohol sales if you give us a good deal on it. Well, after a while, you do that, and th- there's not a lot of sales from those parties. You know, People don't drink and eat as much as you are expecting. You're going to quit doing that. If you keep inviting the NFL to come into your streaming service to boost your other business, if people aren't staying with it, if people if it isn't doing anything, I mean, that was for uh, with the stadium game, right? That was always a selling point. Hey, If you build us a new stadium with taxpayer dollars, we'll create all these jobs and it'll be this great experience. And, you know, the data just has not shown that in the stadium game. So I'm just saying that once you it's it's no different than dating. If three people go out with the same person, they all have a bad time. Then that fourth person, you know, like when you're in high school, you get a reputation, you're a, you're lame, you know, it's, it's hard to get a date. I'm just saying if, if Peacock doesn't do well, and then another streaming partner, Hulu or whoever doesn't do well, at what point do people kind of lowball the NFL in those negotiations? I think we're still several years away from that. But my question for you is, let's say the NFL comes to you, Elliot, and they're like, Hey, mm-hmm. we're going to put you in charge of distributing our games, right? Like, yeah, 
where where do you want to see the games play? What streaming platform? What you know, cable network? Like, how would you tell the NFL to do this? What I would say is, you have a massive opportunity with YouTube. Um, YouTube already plays extended NFL highlights. Um, just about everyone has a way of watching YouTube. It's something that's become very, I hate to use this word, Americana. Like yeah. people watch YouTube at work. Uh, you know, you were talking to me earlier offline about um, YouTube's agreement and and having basically what used to be, what was it called? Um, was it Sunday Ticket? What was yeah, our, Sunday Ticket. Yep. Yeah, thank you. I was having a YouTube TV. Should be, there, there's a yeah. difference between YouTube and YouTube TV, just in case you're not familiar. YouTube Correct. is what you log in with your app. It's free, whatever. YouTube TV is another streaming service that you have to pay for, just, just right. to be clear. But here's here's the thing. What I would say is I think it's better for the NFL to offer this kind of service on a streaming platform if those people that are paying are getting something extra to go with it as opposed to replacing. So I'm just going to use a dumb example, okay? Um, but if you get like all 22 after game footage and breakdowns with maybe uh, some kind of fantasy analysis show, or maybe you get access to the NFL films, historical vault. So you can go watch any of the old super bowls, any of the old shows, any of the mic'd ups that you want. I think there's gotta be something extra there. Now I said YouTube Marcus, because I think everybody knows who YouTube is and they're familiar with it. If you start having every, you know, Tom and Nancy streaming app doing NFL, how many streaming apps? So it's like, Hey, I got paramount for this. I got, you know, Peacock for this. I got Hulu for this. You know what I'm saying? I got like, Weather I, Channel Plus, right, to to watch a game now. Like, I know, I right. get it. Like, at some point, you're going to add up all of these streaming services. It's going to be like $500 for a year just to watch NFL football. And unfortunately, we, we kind of know the general consumer of the NFL doesn't want to spend that much money watching these games, right? No, and if I were the NFL, I would do something through gaming consoles. Because you want young people to not turn away from the game. You, you want that, that uh, you know, 18-year-old to become addicted to watching playoff games, not looking for something else because like, oh, I don't have Peacock, so I'm going to go play, you know, Tom Clancy's Ghost Recon or whatever you're playing right now. Is that what you're playing right now? Uh, I was playing some old Call of Duty, Modern Warfare 2. All right. You don't want, but am I right? You don't want that 18 year old to yeah. skip out on watching Jags Ravens. Right. To, to go, go play, play video games. Yes. Yeah. To go play video games. Not to mention, if you have something through your gaming console and your parents don't want to get Peacock, but they're like, hey, our kid has it through his, you know, PS5 or whatever, right. then that would be another way. Right. It's not too dissimilar. I know this is going to be really crazy, but when I was kind of coming up in my 20s, you know, a lot of us were broke and a lot of us didn't even have like DVD players, you know? Mm -hmm. So it was kind of cool that you could play like a movie on your PlayStation because then yeah, it was a big deal, right? You, you, yeah. You had like a cramped, cruddy entertainment center that you bought for like 50 bucks at Ikea, mm -hmm. you know, actually I love Ikea. I love your stuff. Shout out to Ikea. Shout out to Ikea. But you know what I'm saying? Like that was actually kind of a cool thing, right? That you could play a movie on your PlayStation 2. I would I, I would advise the NFL to do something like that. But the most important thing is do not replace your core business. And in my mind, postseason football is your core business. Do not replace it 
with something that only part of America has. If you want to do something with it, give them an improved experience. Maybe you can watch more camera angles or something, but not the base game. Do you know or what I'm saying? an alternative broadcast, which we've seen yeah. work well. Like the Manning cast has been super successful. Yes. And that's you can watch that on ESPN+. Plus. You can watch that on ESPN2. Like if you told me, hey, NBC is going to have the regular broadcast with Mike Tirico and Chris Collinsworth, but on Peacock+, Plus, you can watch that same broadcast, but from the All-22 version – right from the end zone view, I might be interested in that. Like I might, I'm, I would be somebody that would be like, you know what? I'll pay the $6 to watch it live on all 22. That's awesome. Let me, let me do that. But to go strictly to a streaming service. I mean, here's the other thing. Let's just be honest about this. How many people are even going to pay for this? Because the people that, uh, that watch a lot of NFL. I mean, I'm, I'm I'm not saying myself, but I have a lot of friends and family members that watch the NFL. They're just going to pirate these games, right? Yeah. They're just, they're not going to pay for it. They're going to go no. to their favorite, you know, pirate website, watch it that way. And again, the NFL is going to lose money. Kids are smart enough to figure out how to get around paying for stuff. Uh, as somebody who's done it maybe once or twice in my lifetime. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's going to be a problem for the NFL. You know, it's like when you bought your truck, okay? What if what if Ford said, we're only selling the F-150 XLT with the 4x4 package and all the accoutrement, you know, everything, the, the rear view defrosters and the seat warmers, and you couldn't just buy a base model truck. Yep. That's kind of what it's like. And then you price people out. How many people in America don't want a truck that has, like, literally will make you a, you know, a Cherry Coke, uh, you know, whiskey? Yeah, I mean, yeah, I don't understand car. why you wouldn't yeah. want that, but there are people that would, don't have the money to afford that, right? So, you know, or you have a pop up camper as part of your truck that makes you wow. a cherry coke whiskey, you know, whiskey when you're camping. I mean, literally, these trucks aren't even trucks anymore. But my point is that there are so many people in America that just want kind of a base model truck, like just give me a good radio, yes, uh, give me air conditioning, power windows, and stuff. But I don't need like the eight way power seat for my passenger. Yes. I don't need. Right. But if you do that, you price those people out. Okay. Yes. And that's your core audience for pickup trucks are people that I, I still just, use them for, you know, actual working. pickup stuff, actual pickup stuff. Not like you just wants to look tough <laughs> and have it make you a cherry Coke whiskey. Yeah. Uh, I agree. Just, I want the NFL to remember, don't forget who your core audience is. There's a lot of NFL fans in rural America that live in these little camps that have, you know, these big long antennas that can get your national TV games. Those are the people that care the most about the NFL. Don't sabotage them or get rid of them just to make a couple extra dollars per customer. It's not worth it. And if anyone thinks I was advocating for drinking and driving, I was literally thinking of the people that sit in their truck that I see that they'll like they use it as like their place to do business and to eat their lunch and because they love their truck so much. I wasn't talking about cherry coke whiskey does sound kind of good though. Yeah, as long as you don't turn your car on. Yeah. All right. Um, just a little, a, one little follow-up here. Kind of an odd follow-up. Okay. Washington Commander sale uh, approved to the Josh Harris group. The Josh Harris group is basically a, a, a group of private equity investors. Mm-hmm. You think those guys, if I don't know how many guys it is, but let's say it's 12 people. Okay. The NFL has got to approve every one of them, right? Mm-hmm. 
And of course the NFL, you know, we got to, we got to vet this out. I mean, we, we got to sure. approve this, this brought to you by the people that approved Daniel Snyder, but whatever. Okay. Um, you think those guys that made all this money off of investing really care as much as you'd like for them to care about Washington returning to the days of the eighties and early nineties when they won three Super Bowls with three different quarterbacks. And that was the hardest ticket in pro football was getting a ticket at RFK. No joke. They mm-hmm. were the cornerstone franchise. No, they're going to like deals like this. And if that, if, if these kinds of investors that buy a team determine in their prognostications that we make more money if we go nine and eight and stay just competitive, you know, competitive enough, uh, but we don't actually do anything to really go for it like the Rams did or the Eagles did or whatever. Is that good for football or is that just more of this? It's more you know, the same, right? They're looking for more deals like this. And at some point, um, chasing the almighty dollar, it's not just like I'm not being a get off my lawn guy like, oh, sports is all about money now. Of course, it's about money. It's It's a business. It's a business. Yeah. But at some point, you are hurting your core audience. And in my mind, playoff games are a foundational element of NFL. They're not the window panes, you know. They're they're not what color tiles you have. This is your foundation. Yes. You want all your fans to be able to watch this, and you don't want any of them to get used to doing something else if they were previously addicted to wild card weekend. That's when a, or divisional round weekend, because it'll be one of those games before too long. You can guarantee that there's going to be at least a million fans who don't watch a playoff game this year that previously had because they're just go. sick of being, you know, getting price gouged by the NFL. So we'll see how the league handles it. We'll see if they re up with Peacock the following year. But got to say on the surface, this looks like a bad, bad deal for the NFL. Well, we will get out of here with that. He is the host of Locked On Cowboys. Catch him on all the streamings. Sorry, catch him. <laughs> you can't, on. by the way. Network, yeah, exactly. Also, he covers the Raiders for USA Today, Raiders Wire. He's at Marcus underscore Mosher. I'm at Harrison NFL on Twitter, and we will see you guys later. I guess this was an extension of our negative Nancy week, but we didn't mean for it to be, I promise. See y'all.